0: Welcome to another episode of marcus aurelius's meditations for modern life presented by myself adam bates today i am reading from book four passage 29 if one who does not recognize the contents of the universe is a stranger in it, no less a stranger is the one who fails to recognize what happens in it. He is a fugitive if he runs away from social principle, blind if he shuts the eye of the mind, a beggar if he depends on others and does not possess within him all he needs for life, tumour on the universe if he stands aside and separates himself from the principle of a common nature in disaffection with his lot a social splinter if he splits his own soul away from the soul of all rational beings which is a unity okay so we go back to a longer passage following the really short one from yesterday and there's a few things here that Marcus touches on okay so we begin with describing someone as a stranger if they do not recognize the nature of how things work in the universe. So it's one thing for us, for example, to understand this is a tree, this is earth, this is sea, this is a human, this is a cat, etc. Right? It's one thing for us to feel the wind, to feel water, to experience nature and the universe through our senses. But it's another, of course, to understand that all that happens is in accordance with nature, with that greater good. And that we ourselves are just part of this universe. So it's kind of like touching on a number of the concepts here, right? Our time is just but a speck, right? We are just part of this greater good, this universe. We aren't apart from it. We aren't a tumour on it. We aren't there to sort of complain about it and say how bad it is. If we are doing so, perhaps we should actually look at ourselves. Okay. Now, when we're younger and when we don't necessarily think of reason, we are perhaps blind. We do perhaps shut our eye that way. We are perhaps a beggar because we depend on others for our life, right? But one of the things about growing, uh, like growing up and growing older is, is that gathering of wisdom that we can do for our life. Because every single experience that happens to us is giving us wisdom, right? But all those experiences, as I mentioned in previous episodes, if you look back over them, they all will have a benefit to you. They all will interlink, you will interlink with those around you. You will interlink with other elements of nature. Let's say you get sick. Well, you're more likely to get sick when you're not looking after yourself, and I mean mentally and physically. And that's you know why I love what I do for a living, right? Because I get to help people on the physical side. And um, Looking after their nutrition, their exercise and what have you. But then I can also appreciate how actually our emotional state, um, affects our health in, to a much greater degree, right? Well, it's no, never a coincidence that when we're under stress, we tend to get ill. And think what happens often when we get ill, you know, if we get the flu or something, we kind of like, firstly, we may be forced. To to relax to slow down okay so we're getting worked up and under stress and you know get getting ill it's like her body saying hey stop right you need to stop and look after me but then also um if you, you know, let's say you've got a flu and you've got a fever, right, you're no doubt going to be sweating out toxins and stuff if you've been taking any in or if you've been not looking after your nutrition, right? Same with having a cold, you're clearing out your lungs and your your pathways. Yeah, these things are part of nature and they come to serve us as well. When we're frequently getting ill, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, again an opportunity to look at ourselves and think, why is this happening? Well, Am I doing what I love for a living? Am I living by my values? Am I forcing myself to get up every day and go to work? Or am I excited by my work? Those who are doing what they love for a living are those who are gonna have the greatest greatest health as well. You know, and and I say that for a living, I mean, you know, it's just generally how you spend your day, right? Because the environment, of course, dictates that as well. But it's that, that easy way to tell is what happens when you wake up in the morning? Are you excited to get up and be part of this universe? Or do you dread the day? And if you dread the day, then you are going to lead to ill health. And, you know, the other thing to talk on with this is, is of course, like understanding that all the things that happen to you are part of that universe. You know, so all those negative experiences that you think were negative... How often, you know, if we talked about, if you go back and analyse them and, and if you've done that, how often do they actually turn out to be positive? Do they actually bring blessings into your life? But of course, too often we do tend to be blind, don't we? We tend to be blind to that principle. We tend to say, why me? What next? You know, we, t- we tend to moan that this bill has come through rather than thinking, well, if I hadn't gone and spent all this money on this over the last few years, or if I had of actually put more work in, then I wouldn't be in this situation. We tend to not look at what it's trying to show us. And sometimes those bills may be telling you that you're actually doing the wrong career, right? And directing you to what inside is guiding you to do. And that's something obviously very big that I talked about in a personal sort of context recently as well and then the beggar who depends on lovers and and one great thing that I kind of want to use for this example is when I talk to people who feel sad because they're on their own because they're single right now when when this, this tends to happen it's particularly one of those things that is, happens to people you know when you've just gone through a breakup you feel okay about it and all but hey what happens coming home from work at five o'clock and you're on your own right don't tend to think about it that much when you're at work as long as you're you know busy by your job and everything else but it's that time isn't it where you come home you start thinking about that person again right and you tend to then think i need a relationship for happiness and then when you consider the things that you look for in that partner you massively lower your standards because you're actually looking for someone to fill a void because you've got this void there. You're coming home in the evening, you're alone, right? And you don't know what to do. Particularly if you've been in a relationship for a long time before. So like you, you know, were set in your ways where you come home, they're there and you do things together, whatever that may be, right? Or even if they're just around. This void gets created. So people tend to think, I need a relationship to be happy, right? And what happens then is because somebody fills that void, you will be blinded to the downsides of them. Because they're suddenly making you happy because they're giving you that thing that you think you need. You think you need that even, it's not like you're you're going to sort of interview people kind of or go dating and like look for, hey, are you going to be there in the evenings? You know, but like, that's why you're dating in the first place, right? Because you're feeling this void. So subconsciously, you will ignore a lot of their downsides. They may not be the right person for you at all. But simply because they fill that void, you've suddenly become happy for a small period of time, right? And that's why people often say, especially when they're not long out of a relationship, they're not yet happy on their own. When asked a quality to look for in a partner, they will turn around and say, I want oh, someone who makes me laugh. Because laughing is, is associated, of course, with happiness. And instead, what's happening, their mind is filled with this thought that they're coming home after work each day and they're on their own and they're feeling sad. They're thinking of how much they want a partner. Now, that is... A great example of putting your dependence on someone else for your happiness. Because guess what happens when that void gets filled? It may be great, right, for a honeymoon period. But suddenly there's all these downsides. Suddenly new voids are being created in your life because of all these downsides about this person that you ignored before. Simply because you were searching for one thing. You were searching for that relationship that would bring you happiness because you couldn't be happy on your own. Well, how do we solve that? Find happiness within ourselves. Because if we can't be happy just with nature alone, then we become but a tumour on the universe, right? We need to fit in with it. And when you actually do find a mission in life and do what you love, you tend to not want <laughs> to have that day finished, right? You tend to want to carry on doing what you love. But, you know, that's that's the thing where you need to fill that void by yourself first. And that's not to say be single at all but you'll find the right person when you're not trying to fill a void. And actually one great, great example, a little story that I can tell was um, a client that i worked with had gone through something with a with an ex-partner and he, he kind of stopped thinking about it and was just asking my advice on this a few years ago. Um, And he... Basically I said, Yeah, you know, do you enjoy your job? What do you do? He told me and, and yeah, he quite enjoyed his work. I said, If if you could do anything in the world though, would that be it? It's like, well probably not. I said, But when do you when do you feel that you miss her most? When do you start thinking about this? It's like it's as soon as I get home from work. I can't stop thinking about her, like all evening, every day. I said, Okay. So and uh I said, if you could do anything in the world though, what would it be? And you know, just from some things I knew about this guy, I said, you know, wouldn't you love to be putting on like club nights, like different nights in Ibiza and all this because sort of like traveling there and it's into that kind of dance music and stuff. The kind of things I hate to be honest, but <laughs> you know, each show around. Uh, but anyway, it's like, yeah, of course, but I, just, I wouldn't know where to start. And I was like, well, you, you, you start by studying those who've done it right. Like if, it's something if that's the thing, I'm not saying this is the thing, I'm just trying to spark something, but if that is the thing, then you would go away from this this call right now and you'd go like read biographies of people who've done that kind of thing and see how they started. And he's yeah, I got excited and stuff. We ended the call and, and the next week when we spoke, he said, I've got it. I know what it is. And I was like, what? And he said, I want to be a DJ. Okay, so he went out, got himself... Like his decks, computer to work through and everything else. And then I spoke. we spoke again a couple of weeks later. And he said, you know what? I've just realised. It's like, what's I haven't thought about this girl anymore. And you know why? Because he was excited to come home from work and to be practising his DJ. You know, so he filled that void, like independently he's become happy on his own, right? I think the guy's actually quite a successful DJ now anyway. (laughs) But uh, anyway... That's a great example of how we actually need to be happy on our own first because when we don't have voids in our life, we'll attract the right people into it. We'll attract the people who support us. Um, obviously, we need challenge too, but what I mean is the overall support of our mission and what matters most to us. When we have voids, it's when we end up, even if we're not conscious of it, settling for the wrong people. Guys, I hope you found this episode useful. If you have, please leave me a rating and a review. If it's uh, Spotify, you can leave comments on the episodes and a rating. Same on uh, iTunes, or you can leave a written review of the the podcast itself. If you're in a position where you can help me keep this kind of frequency of the podcast going, please, please do so. I have spoken of some of my challenges in a recent episode. appreciate all the donations that I've received so far. There is a link for those on the episode notes. And of course what matters more to me just as much as anything is receiving messages from you guys if it has if the show has helped your lives so do feel free to reach out to me um, my social media is at adz fitness on instagram um, i think it's on the bottom of the episode notes too guys thank you very much for listening i'll see you next time